0: And so I've got something I want to talk about. Okay. Let it on me. Lay it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's really not good. That's what came out. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I tried to say lay it on me, but my tongue did not want to (laughs) say it.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, and I just said the um, I hate the ums. I know. All right. Trucking. Trucking. The breakup. Oh. The breakup. I know. Don't you hate when someone breaks up? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You, you're a, a pretty girl. Acor- according to me. I was gonna say you married me. I hope I have some attraction for you. <laughs> okay, but my here's my thing. Okay. When you were a young girl. Yeah. Okay. You dated, obviously. And I'm sure you broke up with a guy or two. Yeah. Okay. How fun is that? It's not fun. The breakup. No. Nobody likes the breakup.
1: No. Some people, I think, thrive on it, but most people don't. Most people don't. Most, yeah, people, most people...
0: don't. Let me tell you the truth. Most people, even though they sometimes they act real tough... In fact, they say the loudest person in the room is the weakest. Okay? Which you would assume, because I'm the loudest. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Nobody likes to be the... Per- even though you want to get away from somebody... It's like okay, how do I do this?
1: It's the confrontation that you get, right? Nobody. I mean, honestly, breaking up with someone I think is easier when there's not a confrontation. Like if 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 it's handled adult wise, you know what I mean. It's the but
0: it's never adult wise for both
1: parties. No, because they take it. They take it as a personal. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a personal thing, but they take it as a as a hit to
0: them, like. Right. Mm. A personal hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when you're breaking up with somebody, you have a, a nervousness about doing it because you already know the person isn't going to receive the, I don't want to be with you anymore. Right. Right. Well, trucking's the same thing. Yeah. And I see it every week where truck drivers are going to quit a job. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the breakup is horrible. Yeah. And you, and here's the thing about it. I got to tell you both parties, the truck driver And the trucking company do a bad job of breaking up. They do actually. They are they're bad at breaking up. Mm -hmm. They both get, you know, one one wants to get away, one gets mad. And here's here's what I want. This is what I want to talk about. Let's just go into this, okay? And we'll call this the breakup. Hey Troy. Yeah. We need to take a minute for our sponsors. All right, sixty seconds. Let the sponsor say hi, and we will be right back. Hey Ruthann. Hey Troy. Check this great opportunity out for truck drivers what is it a huge FedEx contractor is hiring drivers right now it looks like teams running in 10 states you know what a FedEx contractor hiring means it means big money big money and check this out not only big money but the sign-on bonus is very big up to $10,000 that's that's really big it's right and you get a grand of it on your first paycheck Here's some other things they give you. 2018, a newer tractor trailer with a fridge, inverter, and get this, a microwave. A microwave. Yeah, they threw in the microwave, for real. Home every week. That's cool. That's big for teams. hmm And 100% paid medical insurance for the employee. That's super. That is super, super. Let's get the phone number. 615-257-1107. That's 615-257- 1107. Tell them talk CDL sent you. And drivers, report back to us. We want to know how great that company is. Thank you. And we'll call this the breakup. All right. Number one, if you just keep your word on what you agreed to from the get go, your breakup will be a lot better. Your vows. Your vows. Well, and that's the thing, you know. It's a little difference when you, va- when you're going into a marriage, you vow to be together forever yeah. through, but, yeah, you through worse and bad. What's it called? Through sickness and health. And I mean, we, did we say those things when we got married? I don't, I don't remember saying them, but anyways, I guess. You, I'll I don't going. know. I don't know. We
1: got married in a.
0: Yeah. A, a, a nightclub. Or a, yeah, a, a, a not a bar, but a an American, American, Legion. American Legion by the mayor <laughs> of a town. Yeah. We were young and dumb. So I don't know. I don't remember what he told me. I think that you vowed to honor and be my whatever I need. Girl, is that what I forget what that was? But, anyways, I, look, I when you're a truck that. driver and you sign up for a job, there's still a contract, right? Yet. There's a con, a, a verbal contract, a commitment. I'll deliver your freight, you provide my freight. Okay, I'm coming in knowing the home time is, so let's just say, out two weeks and home two days. Um, okay. I've, I've agreed, you know, I've agreed to do this and do that. And I'm gonna tell you something. I remember, I mean, there's a lot. Here's one of the things that happens in an orientation. You go through so much and you sign so many papers, sometimes you don't, it, it's so fast you don't realize what you're committing to. Yeah. For example, I, I, once, uh, I once was told to unload a whole oil, uh, uh, tractor trailer load of castor oil at a Myers plant in Michigan. And when I called the company, I said, hey, I'm not going to be in this door unloading and picking apart loads and, and breaking it all down for a company for 10 hours. And they said well when you signed up you signed an agreement saying you'll unload trailers for $35 if you're unloading. And I said, "Well, I didn't I didn't realize I did that and I'm not going to do that." So now I was going back on my word. In a sense, even though mm-hmm. even though they gave me a piece of paper that said, you know, if you have to unload a trailer, it's going to it's going to be $35 and at, again, at the time I'm not blaming the trucking company, but in a way it is everybody's fault because you take a bunch of guys that are working-class guys, you stick them in an orientation room, and you say, okay, here's all the rules and regulations, the do's and the don'ts, the blahs and the blah-blahs, and you you end up, everybody's like, just want to get through the orientation, so we're right. just signing a bunch of stuff. And then there you are. There's Troy on a dock one day going, I ain't unloading th- uh, uh, 44,000 pounds of Castrol motor oil and picking, because it was like f- 500 different um, uh, numbers that had to be separated and put on their pallets. It was actually 24 skids that was going to go on to over 100 skids. Holy cow. Right, because they what they do is they just load it for their trucks going to all the Meijer stores in that region. So it was literally going to go you on. you
1: doing their work. I don't like that, though.
0: Well, it, well, look.
1: Unloading it's one thing, but breaking it down in the skids like that. Right. You were ridiculous. actually not
0: only unloading it, but you were picking their load. That's but, what I'm saying. That's ridiculous. But the, my point is this, though. I had signed the paper... Say saying, that. right, saying, hey, I will unload trucks for $35. Okay, and then when I found out I had to do it, okay, now it was a different story. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going back on my word. Mm-hmm. I don't remember signing it, but I got to be honest, you know, you're, you're 500 miles from home or 1,000 miles from home in an orientation. Do you sign that paper or do you say, no, I don't agree to that, and then they send you home. Right. Now you're kind of stuck. That's the other thing trucking companies know once they got you there, now you're desperate. Okay, well, guess what? Most drivers are going to figure. Okay, I don't like these rules mm-hmm. already, and now I'm already looking for another job. Right. That's. I'm telling you, this is what's going on, and this is why the breakup and then the bad breakup. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the first order of business, drivers and trucking companies, we're going to talk to them too. They. they I'm not just on the driver's case here, and I'm not really on anybody's case. I'm just breaking down a problem that's in the industry that I see. It's very, very huge. Okay, so the first order of business for the driver is know what you're doing and know what you're agreeing to. Okay, if your recruiter tells you you're going to get home every two weeks and then all of a sudden you're getting home every two weeks but you don't like it because you really want it to be home every week, don't take the job. Mm -hmm. Don't compromise what you really need to do. If you sign a piece of paper saying you'll unload trucks for a certain amount of money like Troy did, and then you don't like it when you have to do it, then you have nobody to blame but yourself. And neither did I at mm-hmm. the time. Okay. Um, I will say going back on that, they paid a lumper that day because I wouldn't do it. They paid a lumper that day $200 to unload that. So they were willing to pay a lumper $200, but they wouldn't pay me but $35. Hmm. Well, the bottom line is they, I kind of had them hostage. It was like, you know, get your freight unloaded or lose the, you know what I mean? So they really had no choice. It was really my fault. Because in the orientation, I should have stood up and said, man, a 53-foot trailer for $35, that's ridiculous. But again, this is the part where they got to get this worked out, where you're making a driver commit to something. Maybe you should give him the BS. And this is the other issue. If you tell a driver before he comes into orientation, here's the BS that comes with the job. 90% of them are going to say no. OK, so mm-hmm. this is why trucking companies don't say, OK, here's all the rules and regulations over the phone. They're going to tell you, here's the great part of the job. What truck drivers fail to realize is everybody has BS that they, they're going to Yeah, go every
1: through. single one of them is going to have something you're not going to like.
0: Right. So you really should more respect the company that's willing to tell you, hey, here's all the stuff you're going to be going through if you're going to work here. The problem with other trucking companies is they don't tell that when you get there, the BS gets dumped on your lap in orientation And now you're stuck having to go, well, I need a job. I got to get working. And so you're already mad at the company and the breakup is coming soon. Already from day one, the breakup's already coming. You got to remember the dream job never has a position open. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good point
1: you know the dream job's not gonna have that
0: you mean so the most popular girl in high school never has an opening she's always she's always booked
1: now she's the one that th- thrives sometimes <laughs> on,
0: on breaking up with people because she's so snotty <laughs> yeah okay so that's that's the first order of business that i, I wrote okay now if you have anything you want to interject here you just go right ahead because you're good at that anyways
1: no no response I'm just glaring.
0: Oh, that's true. <laughs> they, they, we can't put the glares. We can't put the glares on put the a little Put a little,
1: like, parenthesis yeah. or, or quote. She's quoting right now, glare,
0: yeah. quote. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so number two, trucking company, you need to keep your word, too. Yeah, definitely. And I mean it. They really do need to keep their word. Now, what I mean by keeping their word is this. This is the one thing that a company does every week that they're screwing up on big time and it's kind of like two points that I put I'm just going to talk about them all in one shot what I mean by keeping your word is this there's a part in the orientation where a trucking company will say to the drivers listen guys we all know that everybody's got lives and things happen there may come a point where you need to quit us you need to leave." You just let us know and we will provide a ride home for you. No problems. We will get you home. Just do not abandon our trucks. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. It does happen, right? Right. See, but what, what probably the pro- one of the problems that they fail to do is they fail to bring their dispatcher in on that note or the load planner. Mm-hmm. You got the guy that's running the company comes in and makes the speech, okay? Mm-hmm. He's over everybody and he's nice and he gives this warm speech glad you're here, love you, thanks for joining the team, blah, blah, blah. If you have any issues, my door is always open, which it's never open. Number two, okay, let, let us know if you're going to quit, and we will make sure you got a ride home. We'll get you back, get you a ride. The problem is, is I've seen it a million times. Driver goes to quit the right way. He goes to tell his company he's quitting, and the first thing they do is they keep him away from his house. Mm-hmm. So he can't unload his gear. Okay. The second thing they do is they start browbeating the guy and they start and they get mad at him and they start getting rude and they'll or they'll cut his miles. Okay. Or what they'll do is they'll they'll not get him back right away. Like he'll be in California and he's got to get back to say Indiana at his terminal. Right. And what will they do? They'll send him a different way. Mm -hmm. I now I do know trucking companies that have a policy. If a driver says I'm quitting, they will get him a load right back to the terminal. They, In fact, and they really make it easy on the driver. That way the driver doesn't feel like, okay, they're going to be mad at me. They're going to browbeat me. They're going to try to lie to me and convince me to stay. They're going to start running me all over the place and I need to get to another job next week. I need to get back. And and normally it's because, a lot of times because the driver is not making any money and he's now needing to go somewhere next week to where somebody else is promising him he's going to make money. And then the trucking companies start playing around with getting him back. And this is why, this is why a lot of drivers will, A, come in, and they will just drop the truck off at the yard or at a drop yard with the keys on the seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's not a good thing to do. That's not a professional thing to do. But you can't blame them because the guys that actually come in, now you're standing in the terminal and and nobody's being nice to you now cuz you're quitting right they're now now kind of really don't have time whatever whatever the case is they're they're not acting that mo- that professional because now instead of the driver taking it personal the company is yeah
1: well and that's also where you get the risk of a driver abandoning the truck somewhere else like out of the area closer to his home because you didn't get him home or under the load you know, recently I've heard of a driver that abandoned the truck when it was still had a load in it because he kept telling them I got to get back. And it was the like the third or fourth week. And he's like, that's it. I'm done. I've got to get back home.
0: I know a driver one time. I thought he was lying to me. He's like, hey, Troy, um, I'm quitting my job. Right. OK, cool. And uh, but my company won't get me home in Florida. They keep avoiding it. This went on for like three months and he would call me like every week and he'd say they, they just want, and I will not abandon the truck, but they, they're they keeping me out. He said, I know that they're notorious for this. Guy finally, this was like years ago, guy finally went and got home, quit his job and came to work. You know? So, A, if you're the trucking company, keep your word. Don't make it uncomfortable for the guy to break up with you. It's just the way it is. You're, you're, as a
1: company, you're taking that risk of, of having to retrieve your trailer and your truck. But also if there's a load under it, you don't know what that, if you push a driver so far, they're still going to, you know, they start thinking really weird, some of them. And, you know, they could start thinking, hey, you know what? It's not refrigerated. It's not, you know, I'm just going to leave it right here. This is where, you know, I'm going to leave it in Texas and there are terminals in Pennsylvania, but I'm going to go ahead and do that because I've had enough.
0: No, and and that's exactly. So
1: now, yeah, as a company, you're taking that risk of all that extra expense.
0: Right and 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 it's all a pride thing and and what these what both parties have to start going into this looking at it like okay there may be a breakup i'm now dating this this company okay we're romancing each other they're they're telling me they're going to take care of me i'm telling them i'm going to take care of them i'm going to deliver your freight you're going to provide the freight everything's going to be great and i'm going to tell you something a couple of things happen with trucking companies with keeping their word not only should you keep your word when it comes to um, how the breakup should go. But, guys, it's it's just like a guy when he starts dating a woman. We'll go back to that for a second. How many guys start dating a woman with BS coming out of their mouth? No, seriously. They act like they're this great guy and they're romancing the girl and they're going to be like all, all the you know, King, King daddy is going to provide and take care of and always be there for you. And I got my shoulder for you to talk to. And then after you're dating the girl for a while, or now you have a commitment out of her or you marry her, things change. You become a couch potato. You don't really talk anymore. You know, you, you don't do things anymore like you used to. And now what you told her in the beginning, okay, is now not happening. And now the first thing she's doing is going, what's going on? This is not what I signed up for. I'm just telling you guys this and the women also, you know, but more guys on that part. I will tell you that. So trucking companies, you really are the guy in this relationship. And I hate to tell you truck drivers that you're the lady, but you know, it's kind of a weird analogy, but the, but really the trucking company are the ones that are romancing the truck driver. You understand that Ruthann?
1: Yeah. Because they're the ones that have the need.
0: Yeah. They're the ones approaching the trucker going, Hey baby, you look so fine. I could I, I wish you would join me, you know. And that's really what the trucking companies are doing. They're promising these truck drivers, okay, and here's what I mean by keeping your word. Some trucking companies will say, Yeah, we got we got Pete's and we got Freightliners.
1: Yeah, and they get there and it's all I got is a Freightliner. I don't got a Pete.
0: Right. So what you did was you, you, wooed, you wooed them with the Pete and gave them the Freightliner. That's not a good thing, guys. I can tell you right now. If you, you, you better be honest with, the, with, the, with what you're telling them you got to give them. Yeah. I mean it. Okay. Um, I got a dedicated run from Pennsylvania to Florida and back. You'd be, you'd be home every weekend. Yeah. yeah. Second load. Guess where it's going? California. California. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm t- hey, you know what? We had that. Mm-hmm. Remember when we worked for uh, a company called Elderlight um and that was the the famous casket place we worked for many years but the first you remember I remember the recruiter and this is this was the funny this was, I I can remember it so good this guy's name was Dwight uh Evans I think it was Dwight Evans or whatever he was, a, he was a nice guy, but he had that Arkansas accent going on. You know, he's right he, hey there. Look, you got Troy on the phone here, right? Remember that? And I, we were living in Pennsylvania near Allentown. We weren't far from Allentown off of 78. And they used to deliver a lot of caskets to Brooklyn. And his first question was, "Well, oh, hey Troy, you mind taking some New York loads? Cause we get you home every dang week. If that's the case, I said, I'll take all the New York you can give me, brother. If you get me home every week." He literally yells back to dispatch with me on the phone. I can hear him. He goes, "Hey, uh, I forget the guy's name. Oh, it was actually yeah. I forget the guy's name. He yells back to me. He says." Hey, I got a man named Troy on the phone here. He he don't live far from New York. He'll take all the Brooklyn you can get if you get him home every weekend. Right? And he comes back and he goes, they love you already. They're already back there loving you. Yep, come on down, Mr. Troy. We'll go ahead and get you home every week. I got home every week for two weeks in a row. That's it. That was it. The third week, I got the dispatcher. Dwight. And Dwight was the dispatcher. Craig was the recruiter. That's right. I remember now. So, anyways, Dwight puts his arm around me on the third week, right? It was on Thursday or Friday in Indiana. I'm supposed to be going home, and he says, can you do me a favor? So, now I'm doing favors. Now I'm going to Texas, or I'm going to Washington, or I'm going somewhere else. Now I'm getting home every two weeks. And that would hit a boiling point where we got into a huge screaming match a few months later, because originally, eight. they love you already. You're going to take all that New York trips and get home every week. That's exactly what they told me, but they never kept their word on that. Now, whose fault was that? If I'm a guy, I never refuse a load. If you're willing to go to New York, you're willing to go anywhere, okay? I never refuse a load. I unloaded my freight, did everything I can, and I would take loads that were almost impossible to get there, and most drivers know what I'm talking about there. But then when you tell me, hey, all that New York's going to get you home every week, and you're not getting there... Now, now you are forcing the breakup. Right? Right, you are. I mean, keep your... I'm, I hate to say it's a cliche, but keep your promises. If you're the trucking company and you tell a guy he's getting a Pete, give him a Pete. Go out of your way to give him a Pete. If you're a trucking company and you're telling him he's getting a run, make sure he gets that run. Don't bring him in and change the run. Now, we understand customers change, but ironically, when they change within a week... When all of a sudden the freight changes within a couple days or a week of a driver getting there, I call the BS card on the trucking company. Yeah. Okay, I could see if you brought me in for a dedicated run and, and I was I was going to be um, you know, on this dedicated run and six months to a year later you lose the contract or whatever the case is, something happens. I understand, okay, things change. That's going to happen. We're not stupid. But within a week or two, all of a sudden, and you had no idea. I hear that story so many times where a driver was going in for a dedicated, and it was BS. I, I'm telling you, I hear that all the time. Yeah. So, okay. So, moving down the line, all right? Abandonments. You had already touched a little bit about it. drivers. that's honestly one of the worst ways to, you know, honestly, that's like the guy that just goes and moves in with another girl. Okay, I think I'll just move to, remember that trucker that told us, he said he was married 25 years, he came home, his wife's dresser and drawers were cleaned out, he's like, what's going on, where'd my wife go, it took him about a week, and he noticed her coming out of the neighbor's house, here she had moved in with him, just ignorantly, this was on the woman now, she just ignorantly didn't know how to break up with the husband, right, Instead, she moves out of the house, takes her stuff, and just goes and lives with somebody else and doesn't say a word. That's, you know, that's like abandoning the truck. That really, that's, a, that's, a, that's that husband is. abandonment, and that's truck abandonment. You can't do that, guys. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. All right, I'm just making sure you. You're not really talking a lot. What you're talking a lot. Well, you know what? I'll give you the floor. Go ahead. Talk, tell me you about. it. You don't
1: just throw me the floor in the middle of a subject <laughs> like that.
0: No, but seriously, is is that not true though? <laughs> no, it's true. It's, it is. It's uh, horrible. And and look, we know trucking companies right now. If you have an abandonment in the last what two three years, you will not get in there. Okay, you will not get in there. And the, and if you have two or three abandonments, you guys, I I know truck drivers right now, and this is we're talking about the trucker here instead of the trucking company. I know truckers right now think. I'll get a job because I'm a trucker. They What they fail to realize is every time you you piss or take a crap on your CDL, it gets smellier. That's a good analogy. Yeah, I do. But it's true. When you abandon a truck, you're shitting. Should I say pooping? Whatever. You're taking a dump on your CDL when you abandon that truck, guys and gals. Okay? And then every time you think... Okay, I'll just get another job because they're desperate. Trust me, does it kinda, you, what you're not realizing is each job you're getting is getting worse because only the crappier companies are going to take you each time.
1: Well, here's the thing. The drivers right now, the industry, they say, oh, it's there's a shortage. Just really not a shortage of drivers. It's a shortage of the good drivers. And the companies, because they got so tired of the drivers that are, you know, Coming in there, spending a month, six weeks at the company and leaving and going and doing it to the next company and the next company. And the next thing you know, the guy has two years experience and 15 companies that he's worked for. They don't want to hire those drivers anymore. Those drivers are the ones that made the industry not not be in desperate need, but yet need the good drivers. So what they're doing is they're being picky. It's not like there's a shortage. The companies are just being picky with who they are gonna take. So when you think that you have, oh, I got a CDL, every company wants me. There's a shortage. They want this. No, they don't want certain drivers and it doesn't matter anymore. They're not gonna look at you with having too many jobs, having the abandonments, you know, the safety issues. There's things that they can overlook, but there's things that they're just like they're they they've had enough of.
0: I agree. One hundred percent. And guys When you're leaving, the worst way to break up is an abandonment. Well, I mean, there could be a couple worse things if you act like a total. I mean, we could talk about that, too. You know, to act like a real a-hole on the way out the door, that's not a good thing, either. Cursing people out. You know, a lot of people get complacent at a job, and they just want to quit. So, Or they get a better offer. And they don't know. What's funny is, this is human nature. Well, I don't know how to break up with them, because things ain't really that bad. I just I just found somebody better. I don't want to look like a jerk. Right, so I'll make I'll make them look bad. I'll make it look like they ho- they offended me. Oh, dun, 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 dun. You lefty. I'm offended. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, I'm offended. That's that's like the trump card for every human on this planet. I'm offended. You offended me. What do you mean I offended you? You offend me all the time. I pay you every week and give you a truck and a job and, a, and everything else, and and we kept our word. How are you offended? I'm offended because because your dispatcher looked at me the wrong. They start making things up. Yeah. Oh, he got smart with me. I don't like the way I'm being talked to. Blah blah blah. Stop being a, a pussy. OK, if you really don't want the job, just say, I found something better. I'm bettering myself. I'm I sorry. I want to try something new. Right. I want to try something new. I found something better. Don't be a little candy ass and go, I'm, i I got to fend it. i got to make it look. You know what a, a safety director once told me? Hmm. I'm not kidding you. He was a real jerk, this guy. This. I'm going to tell you, and I was friends with the guy. I'm not going to tell you who he is or what trucking company he worked for. All right. But he was worked for a big trucking company out of Pennsylvania okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was attached to a trucking company in Nebraska.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hint,
0: hint. But anyways, <laughs> let me tell you what this guy did. He called me up one day and he goes, hey, there's a lady here in the office that I cannot stand. I think I remember her name, but I'm not going to say a name. For real, I'm not even going to hint. He says, "I I do not like her. I need to set little fires off around her so I have reason to get rid of her. So he wanted to start accusing her of things. I'm not kidding you. He wanted me to send a note saying she's you know uh, hard to work with and this and that. That's what she wanted me he wanted me to do. And it was like I never ever thought a guy in a professional manner honestly would would actually even have that way of thinking, but obviously people do. Mm-hmm. So now he wanted he knew that there was no way to get rid of her without making it look like she's bad. And so truck drivers, do the same exact thing when it comes to, I want to break up with you, Mr. Trucking Company. So what can I now accuse him of? Oh, the dispatcher is an a-hole. Oh, I don't like the way you did this one thing. Oh, you, you promised me this one truck or blah, 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 or, or just something that really wasn't a promise. They make stuff up. Instead of just professionally saying, listen, I found something better. I'm sorry. You guys were great to me. I'm leaving you a little notice. We'll talk about notices in a second. And, and it's time for me to get out of here, but I'm going. That's you know be a man, look somebody in the eye and say, hey, we're done. I respect you a lot more if you say no instead of dancing around like a little candy.
1: That's like I mean if you want to put the analogy, that's the same thing as if a guy and a girl, you know instead of him being honest and saying, you know what, I don't want I don't want to be with you anymore because you know you don't tickle me all the time or something stupid and <laughs> sorry, I just came out. And That's a
0: weird one. <laughs> but anyways, it's, I get but, the point.
1: Yeah, I mean so so they're going to go and, and and leave. Well, it's better to sit there and be honest than
0: to cheat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got to make up a reason to cheat when really I just wanted to go and be with somebody else. Yeah. You know, the best thing you can do guys on any relationship from from husband and wife, girlfriend boyfriend, friend friend to job is just be be a, a, a professional don't be afraid to just stand up and just say hey we're done i'm sorry we're out of here guys and don't make something up yeah don't lie about it don't sit there and
1: say oh you offended me or i didn't like the way that was just
0: be truthful yeah don't be an idiot i mean i'm being honest okay i'm just I'm being honest don't be an idiot and so with that being said okay couple other things I just wanted to mention. One of the other promises that trucking companies don't keep. A lot of them do, but a lot of them don't. When you're quitting, they make the driver find his own ride home. And that's another reason why you end up with abandoned trucks. Okay. Okay. I in. Mean, I got to get, I got to take this truck back to Colorado and find my way back to Ohio. No trucking company. In the beginning, if you tell these guys in orientation, you'll provide a ride home for them. And here's the other thing. They'll bring him in in a rental car, but send him home on a Greyhound. And then some of these guys might have a dog with them or too many luggages and can't get it on the Greyhound. You brought him in in a car, get him home in a car, okay? That's just the bottom line. If you don't like the guy, don't hire him. But don't tell a truck driver that in orientation, don't give out the big speech that you're going to get him home and then turn it into something uncomfortable. The more uncomfortable the driver feels with you, the less he trusts you, and the more likely is he's going to make the breakup bad.
1: Yeah. And then the next thing you know, the rumors get started. What? During the breakup?
0: Yeah. When, when you break
1: up. Oh, you don't want to go to them. They suck. They do this. They do that. They're a horrible company.
0: That's no different than a husband and wife. Yeah. You don't yes. want to. You don't want to. She doesn't cook good. Hey. Yeah, she doesn't tickle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> well, you said tickle. Right. But look, seriously, if we're being honest, you're right, and that's exactly part of it. When when you don't keep your promise and you make it uncomfortable for the driver, they're gonna leave, and then they're gonna they're gonna go on social media. Yeah. And they're gonna talk.
1: they yeah. They're gonna they're gonna slam you. You're gonna get, and that's where all the rumors start. That's where I mean, you see it every day. Where rumors are started because someone was irritated, someone was mad, someone got their feelings hurt, someone was offended, whatever the case
0: might be. So here's what I would tell you trucking companies on this part. Whatever you promise the truck driver, make sure your entire team is in on it. Don't take Joe, the rude dispatcher that nobody gets along with and don't tell him. And then when the driver's saying he's quitting, this guy gets all rude with him. And now the driver's on the other end going, man, this is suck. I don't even want to be near these guys. You know what? I'll just drop the truck off at a truck stop or I'll do this. I'll do that. Uh, You know, because driver's. Like you said in the beginning, they hate confrontation. Mm-hmm. It's like I am—I I, people tremble. People tremble to do the breaking up. Oh man, I got to break up with her now. I got to break up with the trucking company. I got to tell them I'm quitting. They, they're getting an ulcer just thinking about it. Okay, and then when you make it uncomfortable, you validate their their feeling. Mm-hmm. You literally actually validate what they thought was going to happen. The, the you know the bottom line is, honestly. Keep your word. both And truck drivers, keep your word. yeah. You got to do it both ways. Truckers, if you say, hey, I'm going to come in, stay out two weeks, and I'm only going home two days, I'll unload a truck for $35, whatever the case is, whatever you agree to, keep your damn word. Right. If people kept their word and just did the right thing, we, we wouldn't even be talking about this. Okay. Last one, the last thing, the two things I'd like to just mention, I mean this, on the way out, some drivers have tried to take money off the fuel card. Mm. That's one of the other things that you can really hurt yourself with. That's what's that called? Misuse of company funds on deck mm-hmm. and drivers. I know sometimes you would be like, okay, well, I know they're not, they're going to hold my last paycheck. I'll try to get a cash advance without them knowing. Okay. On like the last day and now, or, and maybe they have a check waiting for you at the office that they're handing you. So now they hand you your paycheck and you just took a $200 cash advance and they don't catch that. Not everybody catches that. Not everybody shuts your fuel cart off right away. But if you snag a penny over what they owe you, you need to give that back to them. Because I'm telling you, you don't want that on your deck. At all. No, you don't. No, that's La- that's a f- it's not good. Yeah. Last but not least, retin. Last but not least, notice. You know, truckers say, I want to leave a two-week notice. How long have you been there, driver? I've been here three weeks. <laughs> Look, trucking companies don't expect a two-week notice. They just don't. All right, that's two weeks for them to talk you out of quitting. All right. If you're looking, if you truly are leaving a trucking company, one week is sufficient. Most trucking companies are fine with that. They what nobody wants is, okay, I'm gonna drive, drive the truck back and then quit when I get there because I know they're gonna mess with my money. I have a paycheck coming today and I want to make sure I get that before I quit. Guys, this stems from them not trusting you and not being comfortable with you. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want a good relationship, truck drivers, if you're quitting, you know. If, you're, if it's Friday and you found a job and you have to be there on Monday, I would you might want to reconsider the trucking company that you're going to if they can't hold a job for at least a week for you, okay? So I would tell you that the guys that want to leave two, three-week notices, honestly, you really don't have to do that. I mean, if you want to do that, if you think that's respectful, you got to ask yourself, if a company's letting you go, they don't give you two weeks, okay? They're not going to give you two weeks.
1: Now we could exclude the ones that are saying, okay, well, I have my, my two year anniversary is coming up in three weeks and I get my annual bonus or sure. I have a vacation plan. Then I just want to get everything set. It so when I come back from my vacation, I'm already going into the We understand that everybody does understand mm-hmm. that, but don't do it just because you want to still look at 5,000 other jobs or whatever the case might be.
0: Right. That's that's really all I just wanted to mention a little notice is good but don't feel like you're obligated to I mean my question is if you're leaving because you uh, you're you're gonna give a two week notice to a trucking company but you're broke so that means the next two paychecks are gonna be terrible since you're saying this trucking company sucks and then you got a week of orientation that's three weeks and then you got a, a, your first full week of working that's four weeks and then you don't get your first paycheck normally till the fifth week some companies hold back two weeks so it could be five to six weeks. Till you see a paycheck if you leave a two-week notice. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is, with respect to the trucking company, if if they're not holding up their end of the bargain, uh, you know, one-week notice is not is not a bad thing. It really is not. No. But don't do it in a way that's disrespectful. Keep your word, everybody. Look each other in the eye and say, here's what we're doing. Trucking companies, keep your promises. Truck drivers, keep your promises. And that's really, Ruth, all I really wanted to say. There's more that we could talk about on the subject, but we are uh, getting a little long on this one.
1: Well, I know with um, some companies now, when you come in for orientation or before you even come in, there's checklists that they want to go over. And say, okay, well we discussed this, we discussed that. You know, they wanna make sure because there's too many drivers that are coming in now and saying, Oh, you never told me this. Well, yeah, actually they did, but they wanna go over and do a checklist just to make sure that you do understand, you know, your detention pay or something like that. Did we discuss everything? And they don't wanna have the drivers coming all the way in there and saying, Oh, I was lied to. Well, we only have one or two recruiters. Who do you think lied to you? The three or four different companies that you listen to, and then finally decided on one, you get them mixed up. That's where a lot of it boils down to. Is the drivers sometimes get three or four different companies that they're talking to, and don't completely understand. Not every single company is going to have every single thing the same. There's going to be some variances. The basic stuff is the same, but variances on some.
0: Yeah. One other thing I would mention to the trucking companies. If you got drivers that you're charging for escrows, a lot of companies do it. Okay. I know a lot of companies that will fly a driver into orientation, but then they charge it back to the driver. That's stupid. Well, it's whether it's stupid or not, they do. And that's Mm -hmm. their choice if they want to do it. I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is telling the driver after he's got there. Yeah, you let them know before they come in that they're going to pay for something that they're there. Right. I've gotten to companies where they charge you for load locks. Okay, that's all well and good, Mr. Chucking Company, but how about letting everybody know that in the beginning? Because mean. one of the things you know you do not realize is, listen, when a driver gets the crap dumped on his lap in orientation, he's already looking for the door. It's the truth. Well, here's what I think. If, if you're
1: a driver, I mean, this is a good way to protect yourself. You know the checklist I just said about? Yeah. Well, if you're a, a, an honest driver and just truly want to make sure everything's done correctly, make your checklist up. Say, I know my pay is going to be this. I know my home time's going to be this. I know I get these benefits, whatever you want to say. And in that, also say, I know I'm going to be coming there from a rental car. I want to make sure I get back. If there's ever a problem, that way the company, you have it in signature when they, when you go in there, that signature is there when you come in and it's there when you get back. You know, like if there is a breakup, you're covered on both ends. The company would appreciate it just as much because they're not going to have the way to argue with you saying, oh no, I didn't tell you it was 58 cents a mile. I told you it was. 55 cents a
0: mile or yeah, whatever I've, the case might be. And I've seen that where the price is a lot different.
1: Yeah, but if you get a checklist together, even if it's your own checklist and say, this is what we discussed, I want to make sure it stays that way. And you add in there, I get my way home on, um, you know, whatever the case might be. You're still, you're protecting yourself just as much as the
0: company. And, and one last thing, uh, just a suggestion for the trucking companies where it comes to these drivers signing a bunch of stuff in orientation in a nice way, not a rude way. Just make sure they understand, you know, what they're getting into. Here's here's some of the things, you know, that, you know, this is, if you have to unload, this is what it costs. Um, this is what you're getting. This is what you're not A getting.
1: the pay after so many hours. This is all the stuff that's included in that. Because that's stuff that the drivers really get irritated on. Well, I'm just
0: saying that both parties. I'm, exactly. This is why the breakup's called the breakup. It goes both sides. That Neither side is right the way they do things most of the time. And I know that some, there's really good drivers out there that will say, hey, here's what I'm doing. And I'm not afraid to say this. I'm going somewhere else, and I will, I'm will. i giving you this week. Get me back by the end of the week, and, and I got to go. Fine. That's cool. And there's a lot of good trucking companies that will say, hey, listen, okay, no problem. We appreciate your work. You can have a job here anytime. We'll go ahead and get you a load back and get, your, get you the ride home. And they just end it like
1: that. Yeah, they don't take it personal. They look at what the guy's, you know, what his work was. At.
0: And that's a, probably a good thing. In this type of breakup, stop taking it personal, trucking company. The trucking company more, and I'm gonna tell you who's really, really, really guilty small trucking companies. Mm-hmm. Small family owned trucking companies that have 5, 10, 20 trucks. You take it personal. Cause I'm, I've been told when I was a kid never work for family businesses. Why? Because you got not only daddy, you got the wife that's running something, you got cousin Luke, you got little Jimmy that's running around, and you gotta almost kiss every one of their asses. Okay. I worked for a car dealer. That every one of their family members were in there, and, and, and every time one of their family members walked in, all the salesmen were almost bowing down to them. I was like, you know what? Screw that. You know what? I'm here to work. And so all I'm saying is, and I'm not saying don't work for small family-owned companies because they can be great people to work for also. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is they're the ones that take it more personal. Oh, these quitting us. You know, we're 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 offended. Forget. Stop getting offended, everybody. Stop, there's a reason. Yeah. Stop getting offended. And like Ruth Ann said, don't take it personal. Make it business. If you just keep your word, you don't have anything else to, wor- to worry about. But in the end, don't be rude to the driver on his way out. He's never going to want to go back. And like Ruth Ann said, he may go on social media and start slamming you. Well, here's the thing. If there's a breakup,
1: okay, let's look at it this way. The driver's coming
0: and he's wanting
1: to leave. Okay. Look at what his runs were. Was he running really good? Did he not run well for you? What, you know, what was his home time? What was his pay? So what was it that you did as a company to get that driver to leave? Was it your fault or really was it was it the driver's fault? So if he ran really good, if he his pay was nice, if his home time was nice, there's another issue. He's leaving because something else. But he didn't do anything wrong to you as a company. He still worked. Good for you as a company. Yeah. So why would you get offended or get mad because he's leaving? Because you're going to lose money that you made on him?
0: Right. And drivers, don't be candy asses. Okay. You know, I'm talking to the drivers now. All right, if, if you're a guy that says you're going to stay out two weeks, don't get out and then have your wife calling you all the time, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. Right. And you're always trying to get by the house now because you, you got some hot romance going on and you got to see your old lady. Don't sign up for the job if you can't do the job.
1: Or or, or don't sit there and be the driver that says, yeah, I want nothing less than 28 to 3000 miles a week. I want to make as much miles as I can legally. And then when they're trying to find you, you're at 1800 miles and like, Oh man, I'm just exhausted. I, I need to take a nap. I, I don't want to run today. Hey, the guy that, you
0: know? the guy that brags that he could do 3000 miles every week, never can. Number one, the, the guy that does 3000 miles every week is a worker and just comes in and does it. All right. That's what I mean. But you're right. The guy that brags about it and then comes in and, and he's tired after 1800 miles, you're the guy that they're never going to give the cushy runs to. So you kind of bring that down on yourself also. And then you end up wanting to break up because now you're going, I need miles because my wife is mad because I'm not making money. But you failed to tell her that you were late for two loads this week and blah, blah, blah. Keep your word. Be a man and run the damn truck like like we're if supposed to. If your paychecks
1: to. aren't big, how many cath, you know, cath withdrawals? How many how many Cash advances did you take if your paychecks are low? Don't sit there and blame the company if you're doing a lot of that. Right. And as a company... If you're going to get mad because he's leaving you and you look at his stuff and his stuff is that he didn't want to run. He took, you know, extra day at home time. Embrace it. <laughs> be you glad know, he's all leaving. that different <laughs> stuff. Then don't get mad. You should have probably already fired him for not, you know, yeah. coming up to the level he should have been. And you're taking more money, keeping the truck running.
0: All we're saying is both sides, both sides. Okay. What's, what's the, what's, what's the marriage counselor? We're like the mar- marriage counselors. I should call this <laughs> Talk yells marriage counseling for truckers and trucking companies. And all we're saying is both of yous, the best thing is behave, both of yous. Yeah. Behave. That's a pretty good example. Respect each other. Yeah, re- just behave. Truck drivers, do what you said you're going to do. Trucking companies, do what you said you're going to do. And you don't have any problems. And then if, if the truck driver finds something better, be a man or a woman and say, I found someone better. I'm leaving you. And trucking companies, if you got... A better driver, and you want to get rid of him? I don't know if that's legal, <laughs> but anyways, you know, just respect each other and be upfront about everything. That's really I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh-uh. You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well. Peace. Appreciate you coming on. Right <laughs> mm-hmm. No problem. <laughs> all right, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Attention, all truckers. If you're looking for a new job. Call NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and most important, a great steady income week after week after week because they are owned by their own product. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076.